Hello, and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns, here with Lisa Stearns, and we're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Good day. Good afternoon. Welcome to the next episode of Just Just One One Thing. Thing. Just One Thing is the podcast of Mindful Living Not Today. You can also join us on Facebook groups at Mindful Living Today with Lisa and Brad, and also on Facebook at Mindful Couple. Today we're going to talk about anxiety. Everybody is suffering from anxiety (laughs) from something or another these days, and we want to talk about instant anxiety relief. Because there are some things that you can do that are backed by science and backed by practice that we have that can immediately reduce the anxiety that you might feel. Yeah. Not only that, but there are things you can do to sort of reduce those anxiety feelings, you know, over time and maybe even dissipate them altogether. Right. As I say, I think it's important to note it's not going to get rid of your anxiety, but it will reduce it enough to me that, that that you that you have you the ability yes. you have the ability to make a rational choice and decision. So let's jump right into that. What is like one thing that you could do if you're feeling some anxiety to immediately reduce that feeling? Scream! No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, let, I, I know one of the things that I, when I feel anxiety, it's you know when you th- when anxiety is usually caused by you know thinking about the future. Exactly. But it's also taking fear from the future and bringing it into the present. And one It's thing, taking fear from the past and putting it in the present. Because it's you, your fear is based right. on what you have what you, experienced what you, before that you don't think you can do. You're thinking of the future and then you're afraid right. for something that hasn't happened yet or right. is referencing. Yes, but, I get your, I get your but, but what I was going to say is, yes. you said scream. Yes. And I think one of the things that you can do is like, just run. Do something yeah. oh, very yes. physically active yes. because that excites that fight or flight Right. feeling in you which you know is fear induced so that's right. that can actually relieve that a little bit if you could just if you have the wherewithal if you can sprint up and down the street when or you get jump back, up and down <laughs> you'll for probably 30 seconds. feel a right. little less anxious well wait a minute yes. that's what immediately popped into my head when yes. you said that yes. so what were you thinking of when you said what are some things you can do to reduce that feeling of anxiety well i would like up? to first put this in some context okay. to say that both you and I have struggled a lot with anxiety. Oh, yeah. And I, I have a family history of anxiety, and it's something that uh, I don't think it's as bad as generalized anxiety syndrome or whatever they call that, but I tend to experience anxiety most days right. to some degree or another. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and me too. And I, I was diagnosed with PTSD, so you know that's that has extreme anxiety attached to it. So this is not just something that you and I have read about. This is actually something... And and these are things that I have worked on to sort of help me because I just, I have relatives and family members who take anti-anxiety meds. I just don't like to take meds whenever I I can avoid it. And so these are techniques that I have embraced and worked on and um, implemented implemented over the years to really help me with my anxiety. Yes, and and so me too. So I think it's just important to say that this is something that we have firsthand experience with. It is something that... Um, you do need to practice. Oh. I think you will find some, uh, a, 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 a degree, a gentle degree of minimizing right. what you are experiencing mm-hmm. in the moment with more practice that 
calming experience becomes deeper, it becomes longer, it becomes more. Well, it becomes, it, it changes the pathways in your brain. Exactly. And the, your brain, when you do one of these practices, your brain says, oh, you need to relax now. Right, so. right. So one of the ones that I found, uh, it was something that I learned from reading about mind-body bridging. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's it's been very effective for me is um, it's tactile awareness. Okay. So in their situations where, uh, for whatever reason, the, de the dentist it, it triggers extreme anxiety mm -hmm. for me uh, to the point of PTSD. Um, there were times when my anxiety was was particularly running rampant, being in traffic sure. was very anxiety producing. And so when you recognize, oh, wait a minute, this is an anxiety right. moment. I feel, first of all, you have to identify sure, that you're feeling this anxious. is what anxiety feels right. like. Where am I feeling it? For me, I feel it, tend to feel it in my belly. I tend to know that my um, muscles around my neck and shoulder, you know, I'm raised yeah. up and I'm very tense and tight. So when I recognize that my body is starting to go into that sensational mm -hmm. pattern of the sensation of anxiety, uh -huh. then I say, okay, immediately I look for um, something that I can feel okay. that is very obviously textured. Okay. Um, and so one of the things that I have used at the dentist, and, and the dentists have commented on it, I've been to two different dentists that have commented on it, is the rough part of Velcro. Oh, interesting. So not the fuzzy, yeah. not the softer part, but the rough, mm -hmm. the rough loop part. Um, and as soon as I feel those anxiety feelings come up, I rub with mm, my finger right, right. that tent, that that bubbly part of the Velcro, and the objective is to keep your mind on what does it feel like. So your mind is continually going into your hand, into your feelings of what does that rough texture feel like in my fingers. Right, right. And as long as you keep going back to that feeling in your hand, mm -hmm. your brain can't go off and play right. in that place that says, oh, be afraid. Yeah, and uh, it's very similar. Um, one of the things that I often teach my clients, and this comes from special forces. Right. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of anxiety when you're out on a mission, right. those kinds right. of things. And what they have you do is... Like, what is what? What are you seeing? Name it's, a couple things that you're senses. seeing. Yep. What are you What are you hearing? Focus on anything that you can hear. What do you smell? Do you taste anything? Right. And it's really bringing you into the present, being very sensory focused. Right. Right. That takes you away from the stories and the things that your brain is churning about. And so, if you're right in the present with your senses, smelling, tasting, hearing seeing right it's very difficult to feel that anxiety if you're focused on what your senses are telling you. yes and I, and I like to talk about the science of that because I think it's important mm -hmm. to understand that when anxiety is a fight-or-flight response right. so that your body for some reason you have interpreted something that has happened and it doesn't make any difference how silly it is for mm -hmm. whatever reason right. your brain has said this is danger it triggers your fight-or-flight when you can disconnect that in any way, shape, or form, either through those five senses, right. for this through this tactile uh, exercise that I was talking about, that um, shuts down the fight or flight mm -hmm. and allows your executive function to take over. And the executive function part of your brain is rational thought. Mm -hmm. So what that does gotcha. is gotcha. is bra breaks that cycle of ah run away this is terrifying right. to oh wait a minute how can I make a good right. choice here. And suddenly you have that ability to use your intellect sure, yes. versus that, that high uh, adrenaline 
experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are, what are some other things? You mentioned well, the five senses. I've mentioned the, and those the are, touching those, thing. Those are very quick. Yes. Those are, those are the immediate That's relief That's the immediate thing about. you can do. One of the things that, that if you, you can't do it immediately because you have to practice it. Right. But once you've practiced it and it becomes something that you can do, then you can do it immediately. And that right. is to really experience the anxiety. Yes. And that is like, well, exactly what am I feeling? Where am I feeling it? And if you begin to think about exactly what are the physical sensations that that anxiety is producing, now you're so focused on the sensations without a story right. that you can act, actually, that anxiety just kind of disappears as you're focusing on what does it actually feel like. Right. And that takes some practice to, yeah. to learn to do that. But I, to me, that's one of the most valuable things I yes. do because I experience anxiety quite frequently. And if I just sit and think, where am I feeling it? Well, I'm feeling that in my chest, solar plexus, right. a little bit in my throat. What does it really feel like? Well, why do I think that's Does it have a shape? Does, why does that like... feel bad? I like It doesn't really. It's just right. a sensation. And then right. all of a sudden I realize, well, I just don't feel anxious anymore. Right, so. right. And I think that's uh, what's important about that is, first of all, changing the focus. And, and it's the non-judgment. Right, right. You're not you're not saying, oh, this is a stupid feeling. Or why this is a I bad feeling. feeling right. Or this is horrible. Right. It's just, it's just it's a just, feeling. Exactly. And it's only that trained um, response because of something that we've learned long ago that makes it anxiety. And it, and it, it makes it right. fear. And it's not necessarily a, a, although I associate it with feeling bad, it's right. not necessarily a bad feeling. Exactly. It's not like hitting your thumb with a hammer. Yeah, it doesn't it's hurt. It's truly pain. Right, you know, it's, it's, right. It's, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think um, most people, when you offer that up as an option, are like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And because, because it does, you know, I mean, it, it, it does take some courage. Mm-hmm. You do have to set aside some time. You have to be in a quiet place. You have to prepare yourself for, I am going to think about something that is anxiety producing. Right. And that's obviously fearful. Um, I love the, the, the way our, my trainer uh, described this is if, if it, if you think about something and it's tremendously anxiety producing, imagine yourself putting your toe in. Oh, right. You know, yeah. so, so you're going to sit, you're going to say, okay, today I'm going to think of, for me, it's the dentist. So I'll use that as an example. Today mm-hmm. I'm going to think about going to the dentist and I'm going to think about where you know, I'm going to allow that fear to come up. And as soon as that fear comes up, I can sit and I can think, okay, where am I feeling that fear? Just like you were talking about, where is it? Where, what is it bad down in my belly? And all of a sudden it might become too much. Mm-hmm. And then I can say, okay, that was enough. I don't need to think about it right. anymore. I can back off. Mm-hmm. But I have sat there. And the important thing to me with that experience is once you've done that, you've experienced it, you've said that's too much, you come right. back out, remind yourself, I'm safe. Right. That, that really there was there was nothing truly frightening well, and, and, here. And you might think it's woo-woo right. or not or ridiculous, but, but saying those positive affirmations. Oh, my gosh. I'm safe. If you repeat them enough, they become very, very powerful, and yes. it does allow you to actually feel safe. Yes. And I, 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 I poo-pooed that for a long time <laughs> until I said, "Okay, let me try one of these affirmations." And it, for me, it almost worked immediately. Right. Like, well, like how does that <laughs> right. work? That can't be real. But it did. It worked. Right. You know, particularly anxiety-producing things. I don't know if it's going to work so much in true fear. Um, situations where something... Well, if you're being chased by a tiger, you're, you different. need that fear. But I the, mean, that fear is ang- appropriate. But the anxiety things are like, well, I'm safe in this moment and it doesn't feel bad or whatever. Right. I, I mean, safe. if you're sitting in your house... If I just say I'm safe and I can deal with this. Right. Well, all of a sudden, I'm like, 
oh, I feel safe. I can deal right, with this. Right, right. And I think that's the thing is, can you look at this moment that you are in without thinking about the next moment right. or tonight or this afternoon or a phone call you have to make, but right in this moment as you're sitting thinking about this moment, right. are you safe? Well, well, that makes something, that's another interesting thing that you can do um, that helps to provide some immediately anxiety relief. Right. Because sometimes anxiety is sort of a byproduct of worrying. Yes. And you might sort of think of them as the same thing. And one of the things that I've learned to do too is I have a specific time of day that I set aside to actually worry about things. Uh-huh. And so I said, well, it's not three o'clock in the afternoon, so I'm, I'm not, not worrying worry about right it until three. So right. if you know you're going to have a chance to worry about those things, and right. sometimes you just can't stop worrying about things that are coming right. up that are pending or whatever. You say, well, I'll worry about that at three o'clock. Immediately, I stop worrying. Right. I stop feeling right. anxious about it because right. I know I'm going to deal with that in the, in the, in the specific time in the future. Right. Because oftentimes that anxiety is because you're trying to solve problems that you know are upcoming. Right. Uh, whether it's going to the dentist, whether right. it's, uh, you know, a confrontation with a child's teacher or something right. like that, or right. a big meeting where you have to really make a, a, a bang right. on presentation. Right. right. You're, you're rehearsing and you're thinking about the future. I'll worry about that at, at three o'clock. Right. Now I don't have to worry about it anymore. And sometimes that will produce immediate relief from yes. that anxiety. I find that's pretty powerful for me too. Yes, and, and there's lots of research to back that up. And the other thing um, I would add on to that is when, when you, and it's important, you don't say later. You, specific, it's, a, a, it's important to have a specific and, time. And you do it. And you do, right. You absolutely yeah. prepare the time at three o'clock to sit down. Okay, now I'm going to worry about all the things that I thought I had to worry right. about. Most of the things you thought you were going to worry about at 10 o'clock in the morning. I don't need to worry about anymore. They're not even there. You, don't, I, you can't but, even remember what but it was. I do, I do take advantage to rehearse some things and right. think about how I'm going to do this and that right. kind of stuff. Right. Because sometimes it's just sort of those nagging things in the back of your head that are whirling around like they're not quite sequenced in the way that right. you want to do it. And so that causes that feeling of anxiety to right. pop up. Right. Because that anxiety is actually there to help protect you. Yes. And because you're predicting what will happen, what right. you need to do to deal with things that are up Well, it is, it is a survival skill. Absolutely. And I think that's important to recognize, but it, it is a survival skill gone awry. And, and we have too many things on our lives that cause that anxiety to be produced. It's right. not useful to you. Right, right. And so understanding that the, that the feelings that are being produced are kind of like a, a, mis, a, a misfunction, Absolutely. a malfunction, um, it changes that perspective. And I would like to also talk, excuse me, <coughs> um, about other soft meditative practices sure. that you can do. Okay. So, um, and, and I say soft meditative because I don't want to say meditation because immediately people are going to think, well, if she can talk about meditation, I can't meditate, so forget it. Mm. Um, so this is, it, it is, it is, goes back to the five senses mm -hmm. that you were talking about. It's something very similar to that where you can just close your eyes right. and put, put your hand on your belly, Okay. Uh, right around your belly button right. is best and inhale a breath. Mm-hmm. And be aware of where the breath is both coming into your body. Sure. Is it coming in your nose? Yes. Is it coming in your mouth? And then where is it like bottoming out? Yes. So is it making it only to your chest? Can right. you actually feel that breath right. Right. coming in and out of your belly where your hand is? So can you feel your, sure. your diaphragm right. going out, right. going in? And especially belly breaths are particularly calming. Okay. Because once again, it is one of those fight or flight mm -hmm. executive function responses 
when you breathe up high in your body, oh, sure. that is a fight or flight response. Yes. You breathe quickly and short when you're running right. away from tigers. Right. right. When and your body just knows that. When you go down into mm -hmm. a belly breath, right. that's a signal to your body that you're safe. So as soon as you can move that breath right. down into oh, your yes. belly, now it's a physiological it's a response. physiological response. You don't have to do anything else. It automatically signals to your body. There's no tigers. There's nothing dangerous here. Right. I don't have to panic. Um, and so, and it can be as little as two breaths. Sure. I mean, it's it's not like you have to do this for 30 minutes. But what I will say, as as with all of these practices, mm -hmm. is if you use them over and over and over again, they, they become, become more Absolutely. and more powerful. The first time you might find a little bit of relief. The second time, every time it's like a snowball, it's going to get sure. you more and more benefit. Um, so it is one of those things that you can absolutely have control over. Neither one of us have ever been on meds for anxiety. Um, and I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing meds. Oh, no, I think no. if people if need, if that's it, your perfect, choice, perfect. absolutely great. At the same time, there is nothing wrong with using these practices right. as well. Um, and, and they're, they're just good practices that actually come into, um, they're very handy for other things like well, anger, fear, any powerful emotion, any powerful use similar, emotion. similar techniques. Yes. Because really what it does is create that separation between the burst of emotion and the ability to have a clear thought. Absolutely. And so with that, I'm not going to go into the Oh, we just went way over. Thing. We were worried we didn't have enough to talk about. Know. So all of those things are things that you could pick. They are just to start one. With. Right. Pick one. Yeah. So until next time, this has been Just, just One, one thing. thing.